Welcome back to Super Tuesday Recap. It's your host, Chris, here with Deepom. And we're here wrapping up the final season of The Flash. We're talking Season 9, Episode 6. The good, the bad, and the lucky. Uh, Barry and I- Iris prepare for the new life. Cecile takes on a case involving a string of unfortunate, highly unexpected events. And Chester and team work with Keon to figure out her abilities. Uh, what did you think? They did it to us again. They gave us a flash of the flash. And I understand it. It's a budgetary thing. It's probably a scheduling thing. There's a lot of reasons for it. But every year we get at least one of these episodes. And every year I bitch about it. And this is no different. Um, I, I liked what they did here. It was a classic kind of comic booky. Peter Parker lost his powers because he got self-doubt. Um, but I, I kind of like I liked the evolution of the side characters. I wish it didn't come at the expense of not seeing Barry and Iris. I'm so glad we're see, we don't talk about this beforehand. So I'm, no. I'm glad I wasn't going to be the only run here. Like, so here's the added thing to me. If this was, if there was any other season, and I get it, we we get those you know episodes without beer. This is your final season. You only have 13 episodes. Oh. You, you oh. don't. You don't. You don't have time for this shit. I'm, I hate to say it, you don't have time for this shit. You like I, I just we ain't, we ain't got time for this shit. Like it just it, I. This was such a wasted episode to me. I, and you guys know how we are. We we give them the benefit of the doubt. We 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 even some of the other episodes of folks didn't like with the red dead. We, you know, we're like, hey, well, we see this one I'm just like, what are we doing here? Like I I I struggle and now and again, I'm not trying to say this is gonna be and because where we get at the end and things like that, but like it it's just one of the things of like where does like you guys gotta land the plane really well. And the back half of this, you got seven episodes left, and you use one episode for for this, and it wasn't even like it was used to do things that we really needed. Because like even the way the episode played out, I was confused. Like it took me a minute to realize that um, this is not like a week a week from Joe and 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 um. Uh, Joe and the and the and the, and the daughter like going off into the, the the house in the country. No, it's been a little bit of time because there's a comment that Cecile makes to um, that makes about how you know she goes every weekend and she sees him and things like mm-hmm. that. But this weekend was different because it's it's a little girl's birthday. And I'm like, wait a minute. So it, this is not even like a new thing. Like she's been sleeping in the office. There's for a, a pattern while. that has emerged. Right, and I'm just like, wait a minute. This wait the, the what what. Um, and so even that then makes me feel like we skipped a lot of stuff. We did a yada, yada, yada Because like last episode, it was like, hey, we're going to, you come on the weekend, you do this. So we didn't even get a chance for this to get the, to put up the feeling of it's not working for Cecile, right? Because even in the, the episode, uh, you know how they start the episode, they do a little playback from what happened in, in previous episodes. Right. And even that, it makes it seem like she's happy. This is a good thing and this is going to work. And it's like. Wait a minute! Now all of a sudden, literally the first thing we get is she's not even sleeping at home because she misses him so much and it's not working. And I'm like, wait, I feel like, and again, obviously because we're cutting the season down. Time but then, crunch, yeah, you gotta but, also right. throw in that, yes, right. So I understand that, but then that also makes me go, then maybe we shouldn't have done the episode, right? It's just, <laughs> yeah, like I don't. I, I, I think just, this is a subplot that could have been woven through a couple of other episodes, but right. at the same time, if they know their they know their schedule and their budget better than we do, yeah, yeah. And I've got to assume we get some cool shit coming up because I hope so. This price, this cost, this cost saving measure was not it. <laughs> like, right. It just... And again, I want to be very clear. 
I'm glad that they're able to evolve these characters forward. I wish it, again, cannot trust enough. I wish it was not at the expense of the character whose name's on the show. Yeah, it just, because I feel like there's just a lot to 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 wrap up. I feel like if this is going to be the final mm-hmm. season, I feel like there's a lot to wrap up. And I compare this to what they did with um, Arrow. Like that still, we, we, we got the connections there, right? And here I'm still trying to figure out like how all this wraps up into, and again, maybe they pull it out, but even with the Red Death stuff, I'm still trying to figure out how this all comes together for things that we've seen. Again, I'm holding out hope that, you know, you know we, we, we've seen some of the, the things that we know, some of the things are coming, but like, I'm, I'm like, how are we going to, pull this off and i and i'm gonna say this too i they're doing the best they can i understand why some characters and some actors leave the shows and aren't regulars anymore but i'm not gonna lie this show struggles when they has struggled when they don't have tom cavanaugh like as some as a wells Mm. as a thought something because it's just such a he was such an integral part in, in in the plot of the show earlier in the seasons and it feels like we we don't like remember like there were a couple of times when well a new wells would show up we were like is that thon or is that wells what's going on with this guy like we're even the different versions of him yeah, that we had we, we had those it's i feel like there's just something i feel like the show is trying it, it's trying to it's still trying to find its footing on how they're trying to handle this final season and i and i wonder if the yeah i don't know i that's interesting because I hadn't really thought about it in terms of not having um, a Thon or a Wells or, or Tom Cavanaugh around. I, I, I think it's less of, uh, I think that's maybe a, a, a correlation, not causation thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's easier show to, it's an easier show to write. When you've got that one central villain who's constantly like the, it's, it's, it's an easier story to tell. Mm-hmm. When you've got the one thing that's looming. So I think that that also, while you could say, yes, it's more effective, it's also a lower um, bar for difficulty. Yeah. Uh, that being said, like I like, there's nothing that came out of left field in this episode. There's nothing that didn't feel logical in the episode. It's just I think this is the one first time in the episode where you're see first time in the season, excuse me, where we're seeing the the lines where they've been cutting. You're like, oh, yeah. So we missed it. Like you, even even one week <laughs> of it being normal for her would have changed our entire dynamic here. Instead, you feel like, you're, and, and part of it's okay because you feel like you're playing catch up. And I like that they wouldn't let Barry run because otherwise the conversation would take literally half of an act. Right. But I thought I, I think that the stories we're telling. I don't know if the economy of the season allows it. To, but again, this is one of those ones that's going to have a gray with an asterisk. Like if they stick the landing, then we're going to shut the fuck up. Right. It and, and but also, yeah. it, it just feels like that landing comes. They they've made it harder to stick now. And and not only that, it's like there's there's some thing even internal to the episode, let's say we okay, for, for time reasons we did shorten and, and Shatsil and Job and sorry for a while. But then the plot with with uh Mark and Keon feels like it picked up right where I left off, right? So it's like even internal to the episode, it's like you got mm. one plot line that's going that feels like months has passed. You have another one that feels like it literally was a week ago. Right, and I'm like, ah, oh, God, like it just, it, it, it gives a disjointed feel to a season that you're already having to 
you know that's going to be disjointed, and so we're already kind of baking that in. This one felt self-owned, right? This felt like they didn't have to do that, right? And it also, I'm a little nervous, and I was... We were interested in seeing what they were going to do with the Caitlyn character and Keown and things like that. This is another one where I'm a little nervous because I'm like, you got seven episodes left and now you have this whole new character that you're trying to fit in with everything else we got going on. Like, not saying they can't do it. I'm going to sit here and watch to see if they can do it. It's just another one of those things that I think you, you kind of mentioned it. It's like, it feels like you, you added some difficulty to this without without having to try, right? You see, it feels like you just kind of made this a little bit more harder on yourself and you didn't have to do it that way. Um, and so, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have to see, you know, because there's a whole thing at the end of the episode where she's not, you know, she's not a metahuman, she's not human. So it's like, okay, so what are you guys going to do with this now, right? It's like everyone else you're kind of seeing is coming to a... You, you can see where some of these other characters, I can see what they're doing. You can see where, where they're coming to a good landing spot. But now we have this new character here where I'm like, now we're still trying to figure out where to put them. And I'm hoping it's not just to give Mark some closure. Right? It's just... I don't care. I just want her to go away. Huh? I don't care. I just want her to go away. I just want her to go away. I'm well, sick of her. But that's what I'm saying. I it's like... It's, a shot. I'm I'm past it. I'm past the maybe <laughs> yeah. we can land this plane with her. I'm like, hey, maybe let's just kill off Keon. Like she's not human. She's not even she's not even human. Like it, what are we doing here? Right. It goes back to go back to Mark Point. It's like Mark had a point. Maybe we should just marked it. She's not human, so you know, do you right? Do you you know? Do do you I mean do the you, question's gotta get asked, right? Right. I mean, come on, what are we doing? So uh, yeah, I don't know. I there's I I this and again, we've been Here's the thing. We've been here before where we watch mm-hmm. a episode and it kind of shakes our foundation a little bit, a little bit. You get a little nervous about the rest of the season and then they pull it back. But then there's also, what was it? The fourth or fifth season where we got a little nervous and then they didn't win us back. <laughs> right. So mm-hmm. yeah. uh, this is a tipping point for me. We're going to, are going to have to see like, again, um, next week starts the back half of the season. And oh no, not next week. I don't believe. I believe it's oh is it it's the week out? I think we got a break week. We got a break week. Yeah, we I do. I think so. Hold on. We do. Do we? Yeah, we get a break. Okay. Week. So we get a break week, and and then we we we're we're back, right? So like so I said, that so the break week positioning is why I'm more I think a bit more forgiving than you are. Well, I forgot. I didn't know it was in a break my head. Week. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah. In my head, it's the prep for the final spread. Yeah, and I didn't realize that it was a break week. So, and I think we've been again. Just going on past up. We've been there before. <laughs> We're literally feeling like, what the fuck's going on? And then you realize, oh, it's a break week episode. Like, it feels oh, like literally. The table for the end. Okay, right. Cool. It literally feels like everybody else is like on break too. And so they're like, uh, we need to give our well, leads you and everything. Some of the bigger the pieces budget. that get moved, like a legger's in the house now. Like, eventually that house has to be buried and, and, and uh, Iris. So that was, that, was another, um, that was another thing that was weird to me because I was like, I was like, so why would. I'm like, so why wouldn't Barry and Al- uh, an Irish move into the house? Well, that's what's then- going to happen. They're going to take. They're going to take Barry and Iris's apartment. And they're going to take the house. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, uh, but and again, I guess it's just. Well, that's what's, I mean, they have to right. set up so it has to happen that way. Like, I, I, I understand like the setting of tables so that we can end up where we're going to end up, but like, yeah. it did happen awfully fucking quick. Well, uh, to me, it wasn't even that it all. It happened awfully quick. It was just like it, it just. It feels like. Again, in a shortened season and where shortcuts can be taken, 
this is the one time where I'm like, I would accept the shortcut of them sitting there and going like, well, hey, I, Bear and I just come back and we're like, well, hey, how about we move into the house and you take our apartment because it's going to be too big for us. And they go, yeah, sure, let's do that. And you would have been like, that makes sense. Here it's like, so Allegra's going to move in with, with, with Cecile, live in that house. Then you still got to get Barry and Iverson to move in the house. To move. It's like you did unnecessary no, no, shuffling. You know, that happened. happened. That happens in the last episode because Thawne attacks them at the apartment and destroys the apartment. Outing Barry as the Flash, sending yeah. him back to his childhood home for the final shot. Like that's uh, yeah, that's what's going down. Yeah, Spoilers, yeah, guys. Yeah, I just told you how the show ends. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it has to come full circle. And also, I don't want to say this for the not the last time in this podcast, but for the million. Hey, Cecile, you know my guest room is bigger than your entire apartment. Allegra, that is true. I'm sold. Daniel, hey, is your guest room Iris and Barry's old room they used to split? <laughs> like, I could not. I said it out loud. <laughs> you mean Barry Snyder's old room? Iris' old room. <laughs> like, it's... Cause I'm, it's I'm, yeah, I'm with you. Because I'm thinking, I'm like, wait, there's got to be at least three bedrooms, right? Right. It's, no, it's that, nigga, it's, no. It's, it's, it's that, my spare it's, bed. I know, I know. It's the, it's the meme. It's it, But it's, it's that... Uh, the Anakin Skywalker meme. It's like you mean three bedrooms. <laughs> you mean there's three bedrooms, right? You mean bedrooms, right? You you, you mean bedrooms, right? <laughs> That's trash. I'm trash. I'm sorry, guys. I'm, 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 sorry. Just, I'm just. I'm just. I'm like. We've never seen upstairs. And I'm like. Now I have questions because like. I have so many questions. I'm just like. Mm. I need to mention this house. I need to know is it a two bed, one and a half bath? What are we working with here? Oh, oh my god. Is it oh. technically a three bed, but Joe kept him as an office? Like, what am I working with here? Right, right. What are we? What are we doing? There's off. There's got to be an office upstairs, and that's. That's what it is. And Cecile's got an office upstairs. I, I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with that. That there's She's a lawyer with a home office, and then yes. they got a spirit. Okay, that's, that's what I'm going to go with. I, for, for my health. My health. Because we've never seen a bedroom on the main floor. <laughs> no. No. Okay. Everybody so always goes upstairs. For a lot, now we're asking for a lot to be done upstairs. I'm <laughs> I, just saying. Hey, listen. Because now we put three, at least three bedrooms in at least the bathroom upstairs. Listen, I have a, I have a, I have a technically a four-bedroom house. Two of the rooms we use as bedrooms, and two of them are basically office. So maybe when you're talking about it, you think that, you know, you say a spare bedroom because you don't count the office that technically is on, from a real estate area, is technically a bedroom. But some people don't yeah, count. No, no, so I'm going to go with that. Know, and I, I've gotten there. We're not wrong. I understand the counting aspect. My question now is, what's the footprint of this house? Because the main floor, we've seen a living room and a kitchen, I and I can assume a laundry room and probably a bathroom. Do we say that it's just a straight up build or is it tapers you can hire? Like, it's if it tapers. Now we're asking for a master, two spares, and at least a bathroom up there. I, well, that's all the question is how, like, what kind of jailhouse room is a leg we're living in now? Because when you tell no, me is your. That's. Well, hold when on. you tell me your bedroom, when uh, you tell me the spare bedroom. No, 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 stop. Chris, 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 you and I need to stop right now. We're speaking <laughs> as, how, as homeowner privilege. I want you. <laughs> That's the most privileged shit you've ever said in this podcast. I'm just saying. I'm just, no, but like she said. Not, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. She said. She said the spare. Chris is not. She said about the. You. I promise, Chris. I know. Here but she Allegra said the. Broke. But you, she you said the that? spare is bigger than Allegra's whole apartment, dude. So how big is? So how big is the? I need you. I need you to go see apartments. Well, no, no. I watch that. I watch those videos all the time when they talk about. Hey, they're in New York and they're like. You know, how much do you pay for rent? And they show it was like, oh yeah, I'm only paying seventeen hundred dollars. And they show you like an eight hundred square foot 
apartment and you're like, oh no. <laughs> oh, Why no. is your bathroom in the kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no. And I'm just like, I, yeah, so I get it. I get it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Right. If the, oh, if the, the housing if crisis the, is real. Like, no, I know it is. I know it is. If you want to have that question, hey, man. Ain't Central City like Missouri? And, and and not only that, but I gotta figure that with all the meta insurance stuff, like all the meta's happening and the damage, I gotta figure that the I gotta figure that. Yeah, it's, it's the housing market out there is probably trash. I get it. It's not. I Yo, mean, it's honestly, not. Though, you just put a good point because, like, if you're paying for an apartment, that means you're paying for like a master insurance policy. That shit's gotta be high as fuck. Right. So I just like the common areas. Yeah. Like yes, yeah, slip and fall, and also hit by an ice beam. Like that's a right. real <laughs> insurance concern. Okay. I can see how a lugger be breaking or breaking, breaking the bank, trying to just live in a closet. Honestly, yeah, yeah, right. As a and um, and I'm wondering and, 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 like and what and what does and what does this what does this what does, this, what does a citizen pay? Like what is how much is Irish paying? Like what's Irish paying? went from I'm a one woman operation to a whole fucking staff and like visiting people on the West Coast real fast. All right, all right, all right. Oh well, she does have that. She does have uh, Sue. Sue is is oh, she got that money. Sue money? She got that Sue money. So there's that. So yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, so okay, I can get it. I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know. Yeah, yeah. All right. You're you're right. This was this was a very privileged conversation, but you know. But it was but it's going with you were saying. It's like that means if the if the spare is that big, that means the master is big. So then again it goes back to the idea of what's the third bedroom or slash office look like? And I'm beginning to wonder. Because like the, the I've seen the outside shot. Maybe I mean maybe I mean maybe they did some re- maybe they did some 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 remodel and they turn they split the two bedrooms into one but then why would you do that because that would just take I watch way too much HGTV so I just know that nobody would yes, ever take yes, I would never I would never have I would never recommend anybody take a a uh, two bedroom and then split it into one large gas but that would just never work so I just I'm with you I have questions I have questions that's a que- look and they're fair questions but I think that that, that again another. Another victim of the final season is the real estate accuracy of this home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just a lot of questions. A <laughs> lot of questions. A lot of questions. So, um, yeah. Also, I'm sorry, but uh, here's another thing, too, about this. I understand that Allegra needs somewhere to move into, but I wouldn't want to move into uh, the house of the telepath who is also oh. the stepmom. Of my boss, like I just, I I don't know if I feel like I'd want because then Chester comes over These and then ain't gonna have, they ain't gonna have no no uh, split aisles if they ever renew their vows, just one big aisle. Yeah, groom just, side or, or bride sides. Yeah. Yes, I don't I don't know. I, I there's just so many questions, so many questions I have um, that are not relevant to the show or relevant to just at all logistics. Like, and I, I need to think I'm not holding at the, the show. But this, this is what happens when you have, i just be honest, a, a bad episode. I then start thinking about the other things that normally don't bother me, but just have me thinking because I'm, I'm, I'm not paying attention to the episode, so I'm paying attention to all the other <laughs> things that are there. It's a hundred. You know what? I hadn't even thought about that. We don't have these conversations on episodes you like. No, you know. <laughs> you're always like, oh, the plot. And the, da, 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 da. It was so exciting. Now we're like, hey, man, what do you think Mark Green is in Central City? Yeah. Because you got to pay. Like, right, right. It's like first, last, and like heat wave fee. Like, what are we doing? Like, here? do you do you just stop building skyscrapers with a lot of windows? Because every time the flash and some other species runs up the side of a building, that shatters the glass. So you just like, what's the cost of glass in Central City? To get, like, you just don't do that anymore. It is booming. 
He says, glass magnate. Like, that's going to be the end of the show. Like, the real villains, like, the people who run glass and, like, potholes for the city. Like, do whatever you want, Flash. Just don't stop saving those plebeians. Yeah. 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 The real contracts for glass in the city. The real villain is capitalism. It always is. It all. Hey, man. If my man hadn't got behind on debt, would he be giving up power dampening ass rings? I don't oh, think God. so. Oh what? yeah, yeah, that's another one too. I'm just like, wait, wait, wait. What? I, like, so first of all, and I'm like, this is also how you can tell that this was also a cost saving episode. Because at first I'm like, isn't that the same bar that Mark used to work at? They turned it into a, hey, a man, casino. Don't ask me any questions. <laughs> like, I'm Our biggest effect is a post effect uh, on the eye glows. I'm just, saving money, I'm just, money. I'm just sitting there. Wait, wait, wait. Weren't we in this location last week? When Mark was trying to get rid of like one second of speed force time, <laughs> not one instance of powers that don't involve uh, my girl's eyes glowing and shit wiggling across right. the room. Right, we are yo, so I'm, good. Yo. They had filet mignon on set for the money. Bro, that was the saddest looking buffet I'd ever seen. Dog, and I've seen, dog, dog. I've seen, I've seen strip club buffets, and I'm like, hey man, they had the eighteen right. They had the eighteen right in the final episodes. The like, B team was like, enjoy the buffet. It might be your final meal. No, like, no, it literally, man? it literally, it literally was like they had like an office party, and they were like, hey, just leave the food out. We'll shoot. We'll make it part of the shoot. You want to save money or not? I heard. I heard Mark spent ten k of his own money on Christ. <laughs> that was it. That was too far. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. No, but you know, it, it actually makes mm. sense now. That you, when you mentioned it before about cost saving episode, I didn't start seeing it. Start, you start looking at around and going like, "Wait a minute! They this was a cost saving episode. They, they just spent a, a goddamn thing. They might have actually. Oh, real talk. The sets were the bar, Star Labs, the police station, and then the house. house. That was it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> we saving money. They could have filmed this episode between takes of other episodes. I think they did, though. That's what I think. I think they did. I'm pretty sure. It's a good continuity producer. Like, no, no, I, your shirt should be green. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did, and that's what I said. I, I'm, I'm almost guarantee that what it was is they had an off. They literally had a set party and left the food, and they were like, "Just keep shooting. Don't worry about it. We'll make it part of the buffet." Because I'm not gonna lie, that was the saddest fucking buffet I've ever seen <laughs> shot on film. And I was, uh, and you know what? They did a good job of it because then, you know, when when old boy was like, "Get yourself some, get yourself some buffet, might be your last meal." Bubba Lager and Cecil were like, "Nah, we good." Straight. Nah, yeah, we, I'm not mm. hungry. Listen, not listen, hungry. listen, good. listen, listen. If you're gonna shoot me, if you're gonna kill me, kill me. Don't make me eat that fucking food though. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Food I really, poisoning. I really love that uh, the uh, the half baked ass abracadabra. We oh can sure use a distraction. Yeah. How about that distraction? Like, mm. That was funny to me. That was great. Oh man. Oh gosh. So, um, but anyway, break episode. So it all makes sense. Yeah, break episode. It, it okay. was a break. They took a break. Everybody took a break. I get it. It's good. Yeah. Everybody took a break. I get it. Okay. Cool. I'm better now. Um, I was going to say. So, yeah, we'll be back in uh, two weeks, see how things go. Uh, oh. Yeah, hopefully things will bounce back. So, um, 
I do want to say. We, uh, we, hold on, let's do this. We know things are bouncing back. We know some of the surprises that are coming. Yeah. We know that we're getting Thawn. We know we're getting Waller. We know we're getting Ollie. Like, there's yeah. stuff to be excited. Like, if this episode yeah. leaves you lukewarm, I feel you. Chris feels you. But I'm telling you. There's things coming. This is not the time to lose faith. Yeah. There's things coming. There's this things is the coming. dead end. This is the end. This is the sprint. This is what we. You've watched for nine seasons. That's why it was so hard for me to do this podcast. I was like, do I come out here and be like flat out negative? Like, there's no point. Yeah, no. We've, if I'm out here just being like, you're, you're, they should fire everyone. You're, it's over. You're, you're, you're right. You're, you're, you've watched for nine seasons and you're still here. Yeah. So you got to finish like, it. I think Grant Gustin, I believe in the last two weeks, put on his Instagram about his last time putting on the flash suit. Hmm. And it's a great post. I invite everyone to go read it. But he talks about how when he started the show, he wasn't married. He didn't have a kid. Like his life, his life changed because of this show. Mm-hmm. And for better or worse, I think that it changed kind of the ceiling of what specifically superhero genre television can be on network television I, and <clears throat> go watch the money they spend on titans and then go watch season one of the titans and tell me there's a god right and i, I and i think i don't i don't want to say this i think that the flash is also one of those shows that's a victim of just how good it was those mm-hmm. first few seasons like i've been watching clips from season one and season two like uh, <clears throat> i watched that time when um the, from the the from the first episode, I remember when I watched the first episode when I was in San Diego Comic Con. I saw it, and it was that when Barry's running around uh, the tornado with with uh, Weather Wizard, and when it's when again this is when Tom Cavanaugh comes back and is telling him and to to run Barry run right. There's the time when he teaches him how to to, to phase, and when Barry finally realizes, it's like, wait a minute, he knows about the Speed Force because, and it's just like the way that Tom Cavanaugh. Uh, you know does like this show was so good and when you have a show that is that good i don't care what it is right it's really hard to get back to that it just is like especially for a show that nobody thought would work right we're gonna do the flash on cw get the fuck out of here we saw we we saw we saw smallville right get the fuck out of here you know the little known I'm and nobody wants nobody wants to talk about Smallville one huh? Playboy. You said what? Let's say you like denigrate Smallville one Playboy. Well, well I'm not gonna. Um, it's not denigrating, but we know. Just, I mean, come I'm, on. I'm remember they also they also remember they also try to do that Aquaman show that nobody talks about. Oh, I talk about it. No one listens. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I, I we, make fun of because uh, yeah. that dude went on to play Hawk in fucking Titans. Oh, is that the same dude? Is it? Hold on, hold on. See, now. <laughs> this is what happens when you don't have an episode. I can be like, yeah, Alan Richton. Are you serious? Alan Richton. I knew this was true. He ended up playing Reacher, and he ended up playing fucking Hawk and Titans. But he wasn't. He wasn't in the Aquaman show. That wasn't. Yeah, him. He was. He was Aquaman in Smallville. Oh, in Smallville. But it was like that was a spin-off. no, Justin Hartley did. Uh, no, Justin what? Hartley was Green Arrow. No, he was. He, nope, he was Arthur Curry. Nope, different, different guy, different guy. Really? So, yeah. Because he played Aquaman in in Smallville. I know that for a fact. I thought the Smallville spinoff because uh, Justin Hartley was Green Arrow in Smallville. Uh, I'm looking it up now. Now I got it. Now I got it. Now we got it. See, this is is what happens again. Like you said, this is what happens when you guys give us free time and don't give us enough to talk about. It looks like 
Oh, no, it Justin, wasn't actually Aquaman. Yeah, Justin Hartley was Oliver Queen, but then played Aquaman. <laughs> but then played Green Arrow. Oh, that's where we're getting towards. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. That's all right. Oh, this is crazy. I respect I respect this for trying. It's crazy. Somehow we were both right, guys. That's the that's the that's crazy, the crazy shit. Right. Like that's um, that's that's right. insane. I didn't realize. Oh my god, what the hell? So, like I said, all right. So, so this is where we came from, and we got we got we got we got Barry running around a tornado in episode one. The goddamn miracle, right? Right. No, seriously, right. We got, you know, uh, the reverse flash being the reverse flash of the comics, right? Like, we got Zoom. We got Hunter we got Zoom. Solomon in yeah. a very twisted way of delivering him. We got we got we got uh Jay Garrett, right? Like there's just it delivered in a way that surprised you and me who yeah. read more flash comics than anyone listening to this. Yeah. Like, you know, with the hat. Like there's just so much of that, oh, right? You know, um, so so yeah, like we, we've eaten really good for the last nine years, y'all. Yeah, yeah. So I I I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna you know we're gonna rag on the bad episodes, but you know we'll have our fun. We're gonna have, have our fun. fun. But but at the same time, this. like there there's a lot to 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 love about um yeah there's a lot to love about this. So um <clears throat> all right. So before we get out of here, I do um. Want to say, you know, the sad newsing of Lance Riddick's passing. Um, Yo. That really caught me off guard, man. I'm not going to lie, because I just saw him in John Wick. Um, he's 60. I know. Didn't even think about it. And, and, and that, not only is he 60, but he's been such a, in nerd culture, he's actually been such a, not just a figure, but a participant, right? Anybody who's played Destiny knows they were, somebody, uh, they put out and said that he had been on Destiny like the day before he died. He had been playing, not not just like, but playing. Like he has been, like such a big part of 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 nerd culture and such a great nice guy. He's been. You know, be a great tribute to him. What? If as a podcast, you, me, maybe grab grab the doctor, maybe grab Shauna, and we just do a fringe rewatch, you motherfucker. You really, you you really think that in all these years. When I it had time, that I had time to watch Fringe. That I had time. Now that I don't have time, you really think I'm going to be able to watch Fringe? I'm going to read this quote from an interview with Lance Reddick about John Wick Four. It is simultaneously a great Lance Reddick story, also another story that you can add to your lexicon of. I've never heard a bad Keanu Reeves story once in my life. <clears throat> they asked Lance, "How has your friendship changed after four movies?" He replied, "We've gotten to know each other a little better." I hope I don't get in trouble for telling the story. During John Wick Chapter 4, my first day of filming happened to be Keanu Reeves' birthday, but he wasn't in the scene. He came to the set anyway at 9 o'clock at night with his girlfriend, who I had never met. And she is, can I say a bad word? Interviewer. Go for it. His girlfriend is cool as fuck. And she told me that she asked Keanu what he wanted to do for his birthday. And he said, I want to go see Lance. He'd never done this before, but he wrote me a note thanking me for what I brought to the character in these movies, and he wanted to give the note to me. I'll never forget it. I'm going to cry now. Yo. It's a variety. It's a Vulture.com interview with Lance Reddick, and it is fantastic, y'all. Yeah, there's, like, he's a great guy. Keanu's another one of those great guys in Hollywood that feels like it's, like, a a, a, a small club when you say that of, mm-hmm. of, of, of these guys, but yeah, man, like, 
also say I think we talked about this before. Lance was one of my my dark horses for playing Professor X. You know, I was like yep. that would have been a great pick there. He would have been, and again, just seeing how much he enjoyed and embraced the Destiny uh, fan base and was part of that, like as part of it, not like just like to me is up there with how uh, Robert Downey Jr. embraced you know, the Iron Man role and playing Tony Stark, right? Never forget that scene of Robert Downey Jr. coming in the, the, the aisles of, of Hall H just really enjoying it. That just feels like Lance was. And he also mm-hmm. just felt like a great guy, great actor. Um, everybody loved him. So, yeah, man. When I saw the when I saw the images of him going, going around Facebook, I just thought, oh, yeah, it's John McForth coming out. And then I read him was like, pass suddenly. I was like, son of a bitch. I was just... Yeah, that was a tough one. So, but um, yeah. it's another one of those things of when, when you know you see how much somebody is loved and missed. The good thing I I, I know about when it, when it comes to Lance Riddick is this is not somebody who is only getting their flowers after he passed. Like he was a constant people saying how much they loved him. I mean, and yeah. I think it's partly because of how much he interacted with the fan base. So I think that that was a good thing of knowing that. He's it's not one of the things that he passed, and then we're going to suddenly appreciate him. No, he was appreciated the entire time, and I think that's a that's a really great thing to kind of take away from this. So, but um, yeah. So, ah, oh, man, that was a that was a tough one. That was a, definitely a tough one. So, um, yeah. So, don't want to end on that note, but I will. Uh, we'll end on a more not a positive note, but just a probably a. Another deep homage, right? You'll you'll enjoy this one. Um, there's been more stuff coming out about uh, uh, Dwayne Johnson's breakup with with DC. And <laughs> so the, here's the thing that makes it so worse. And so I saw a comment that made this that made, made this made this point because of his ego. It also then fucked over that Shazam movie because they're like instead of Shazam, you know, fighting and having Black Adam and maybe you know not having to go double wood at the box office this weekend. He's got him fighting Helen Mirren. And I love Helen Mirren, but there was nothing about those trailers that made me want to go see that fucking film, which is sad because I really enjoyed the first one. And it really, the first film really did set up for this idea that maybe it would be Black Adam. But because of Dwayne Johnson's. Dwayne. Because of Dwayne Johnson, I want to fight Superman. It's like you didn't get, you, you hamstrung this other film. And I think there's also this idea that a lot of folks are just looking at it like, it doesn't even matter anymore because they're going to reset the universe and all this stuff is going to go away. And I don't think that's necessarily true with what um, uh, 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 James Gunn is doing. And, and I think it did come out that I don't think we talked about this last week that he is going to be directing that uh, Superman legacy film. Um, Which he always, look, he wrote it too. He's right. always, he was always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, that's like, that was one of the ones that was breaking news, but it wasn't breaking, like, Breaking news, water's wet. Re breaking like, oh, okay. news. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> that thing you knew was gonna happen, it happened. Do you do you do you really think that the guy who's a director and producer has basically has the keys to the DC universe when get, basically meaning he has the pick of what he wants to do? You really think he wasn't gonna direct the Superman film? Come on, guys. That he wrote? That he wrote? Come on, guys. He didn't write it for fun. Come on, guys. Come on. Come on. Let's, I would write it for fun. Let's let's go, buddy. Let's go. Let's let's not. And guess what? There's not a whole lot more people I trust more with the Superman property than James fucking Gunn. No, and, and, and this one with you on it too. I'm like, hey, I don't, you know, best best hands are his own. So hey, 
Can Go I say this before yeah. we, before this gets ruined by DC meddling? Mm-hmm. There's not a trilogy I'm willing to trust in with Batman more than Ben Affleck. Oh, no, I, and they fuck. And they fuck no, I, I, uh, I think we talked about this. Like, yes, I think that Ben Affleck directing the Batman film, maybe not starring in it, but directing it, I think that would have been fire. I, so I think that I think of Ben Affleck. I know, so I know, I know. We're not supposed to be talking about Ben. I know people have some issues. With ben. I'm just saying, a Ben Affleck Batman film would have been flames. I'm if directing. you hate Ben Affleck because he's messy and drunk in his personal life, let me introduce you to most actors yes. ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eat yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I'm just saying, just saying, like the Batman. Uh, I directed a, a Batman because I I want to feel like. They wanted him as Batman, but I think he wanted to direct more than he wanted to act. He wanted that. to direct, and the only way they let him do is if he said he'd act. And yeah. I, that's, I'll die thinking this. No, and, and I he, will too. He came here to direct the Batman movie because Kevin Smith was like, hey, man, we'd love you to direct the Batman movie. And his best, like, they're good friends. He, Kevin Smith lives his old house. Mm-hmm. So I think the years of influence was like, I would love to direct Batman. And they're like, what if you starred in Batman? And he's like, what if I did both? Right. And that was the point they came to, and then they eventually took that shit away from him, and that's why you'll never see him in another that, Warner's that, production. Yeah. I'll be very shocked if we see another Warner's Ben Affleck movie. No, I'm, I'm, yeah. That. yeah, no, I'm with you. I, I, I will die on the hill that he wanted to direct that Batman film more than than act in it, and they they said, well, okay, well, let, 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 let's just bring you in as Batman, and then we'll let you, and they took it away from him, and you can see it in his face. Like you can literally see it in his face when he mm-hmm. do that. So I'm like, no, but like, yeah, yeah. A, a, a Ben Affleck directed Batman film would have been flames, and um, can't tell me otherwise. It's just one of those those vaporware that we'll never get. Um, but yeah. So anyway, we'll see. We'll we'll see what they end up doing. And uh, but I think this is another example of DC also and Warner Brothers by their announcements stepping on their existing movies because again if you're resetting the universe after the flash is well we can see it now nobody really went to see Sajam and I don't think they even there were some press screeners for it but they didn't even get it all for us. You know, that Shazam and tracking looks so bad. It's bad. And then I'm like, well what are they gonna do with Aquaman? Right? So like I'm they had the Flash movie coming out next and then I think after that it's Aquaman and I'm like, well if the Flash resets the universe, what does Aquaman do? And does that do, does the announcements of you resetting the universe make it so that people don't want to go see? And I, I think we have evidence, at least on the WB side, that we've seen that it does. This is not the first time they've done it where they've gone and said, that this movie's not going to matter anymore, and people go, fine, then I'm not going to go watch it. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I, and, I, and I will die on the hill that, that the Dwayne Johnson single-handedly ruined the, the, the plan for Suzam 2 going forward so this is, too. You know, this is what happens i often joke that like if you want to watch what's going to happen in this country or the world look at sports first um hd type stuff happened in there first uh fake news like literally people leaving couldn't be more dead or like they've broken records or whatever this is what happens when the sports guy gets into a place where he can't just bully his way through it mm-hmm. so like you hear more and more of the stories that are coming out and you hear more because people have learned that once the bridges burn the stories come out and the bridge is cur- currently smoldering so you're hearing things to the effect of, well, Dwayne literally tried to force into rounds and was lying to people. And like, it, it's something you can do on a movie set because you've got a lot of the power. But you're just a guy, bro. Like, you're the rock. Yeah. 
But you ain't opened a movie since Hobbs and Shaw, have you? Mm-hmm. Like, there was you haven't there's been a rock run. But when I heard he wasn't coming back to WWE for WrestleMania this year after a Black Adam did so poorly, I knew that this may we may be on the backside of the rock thing. Because if you watch Young Rock, which I don't, I've been told I've been, I just haven't gotten around to it. I'm an Abbott guy, that's my comedy right now. Um, there's a young rock thing where it's all framed by him doing interviews from the future about the past. And at one point, there's a picture in the background of Rock versus Roman Reigns, Battle of the Bloodline at WrestleMania in Los Angeles. And if you start overlapping some of these timelines, Black Adam not opening largely coincides with the decision not to wrestle at Mania in two weeks. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's... Every time he swung since Black Adam, it's felt like a miss. And now we're going to be in the mi- middle of a bunch of deluge of these rock stories because, as you and I have noticed, it seems to be fucking over with Ron Warner. It seems to be a big fat rap with the least of DC win. Well, it does. It's, it's something that I used to mention this all the time on movie trailer reviews with, with Roe and, and Brandon. I was like, when people always talk about how much of a box office store the rock was, I was like, actually overseas, not here. Like his films don't actually do as good domestically as you would think. And so we're like, like Rampage and San Andreas, all those things. Like, he's not the box office star that I think that he people were feeding his ego into thinking he was, right? Even the, the power moves he tried to pull with the Fast and the Furious franchise, when he actually realized it's like, actually, it's not me, it's actually uh, uh, Vin Diesel that they're actually there to see. Right, it's like which is wild to me. Right, it it is wild to me, but it's like it's true. It's, wild, it's wilder to him to Dwayne. What is wilder? Than he, any of us. Right, it's like it's like actually, dude, I'm, you you're the new kid here, and so you watch him try to muscle into that franchise. You watch him try to muscle into all these things, and and think that that's the way to do it. And 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 he tried to he 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 was he was getting away with it for a little bit, right, but. Then this thing here with Black Adam and what he did with uh, WB, he flew too close to the sun. And he thought that he was going to be able to to do these power moves when you think you have more power than you really do. And he's gotten smacked. <laughs> you know, it's this is this is one thing when you realize it's like, ah, actually, dude, you don't have the power you think you do. And um, yeah, so yeah, this is because to me it's also now targeted that. This is one of the things that, you know, we, uh, I'll be honest, we've never really seen from a WB and I understand this new management and things like that, have a unified voice. I was like, but they do have a unified voice when talking about uh, Dwayne Johnson, though. I was like, mm, oh, it's you, all infighting, so it's like, I, oh, fuck I, that. It, actually, here's the thing. Here's the crazy thing. And I'll end on this note. Maybe Dwayne Johnson is going to be the one thing that unites WB into having a unified voice so we actually get the DC. So maybe Dwayne Johnson. And by being the sacrificial lamb, will actually save DC uh, comic films. But he's gonna get DC. He's gonna get WB to get their acts together so they unify against him, against a common foe, and then move forward. So maybe that's what it's gonna be. He's he sacrificed himself <laughs> to be the, the to be the the, There's the more foe. Than one way to be a hero, man. <laughs> right. Motivational factor. Right. So ah, man. So anyway, ah. Uh, all right, folks. Uh, like I said, we'll be back in two weeks. Actually, around that two weeks will probably be around the time that we also actually may maybe next weekend. Cause I haven't put it up yet. We have part one of our character corner uh, on the Joshua and Flash. 
No, I haven't. I've been so busy. I haven't gotten it up. But that's we'll fine. have let's part do, two. Let's, let's try this. Let's shoot for next weekend for this time spot to do that. Uh, that's what we're going to shoot for. So I'm going to try to get that up today, and then we'll shoot for next weekend. So we'll actually get two character corners in March. Look at us trying. Look at us trying. Look, Look at that. Trying. We're trying here, folks. So anyway, folks, make sure you guys subscribe. Super Tuesday Recap, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Spotify. Till next time, we're out of here. Peace. <laughs>